Kia ora tiwi. Welcome back to Under the Whāraki. I'm Tahu. And I'm Anatola. And today our topic is urban Māori. And I'm so excited. We have a beautiful guest with us today. And I'm going to get her to introduce herself. Tēnā rākoutou katoa. Uh, ko Jordan toku ingoa. Uh, he uri tēnei nō Whāingaroa, nō Hāmoa hoki. My name's Jordan and I'm from Whāingaroa or Raglan and Samoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a whanau from whanau. Not whanau of mine, but grew up with them. You yeah, Philo Anderson? No, oh, so I didn't grow up there. Oh, okay. Pai. Mm. Heudi. <laughs> yeah, fine. All right. <clears throat> well. Yes. Moving on. Yes. Oh, yeah, now, now, yeah. Yeah, now, now, yeah. The way the game works is that I'll put out a kaupapa mm-hmm. and you have to agree whether you're yeah, na or a na, yeah. Okay. Yeah, nah is like, yes, I agree. Yeah. Nah. No, nah. nah. Yeah, nah. yeah, nah. It's like, nah. See this? Okay. Yeah, nah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, nah. Nah. Nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Okay, come on. It's cool, cool, cool. Ready? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you nah, yeah? <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> Wearing shoes without socks. <laughs> yeah, nah. Nah, um, yeah. Yeah, nah. Why? Mm-hmm. Shoes without socks. Shoes. Toe jams, yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Sweaty feet. Exactly. Mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to your family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. Also, for us Maori and Pacifica, we take our shoes off. So, like, it's a collective decision to ensure that everyone is comfortable and not smelling all the things, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I'm a also Yena. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, sandals and Crocs, like, that's a sandals little bit different. Sandals is like a shoe. I'm thinking, no. like, so you're you've a got a full trainer on your foot yeah. with yeah. no sock. Absolutely. That's paru energy. Oh, wait, doc, if you're wearing docks with no socks, no, 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 I don't, no, no. Don't that's toe jams and blisters. <laughs> all the <Right>. things. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. What about you, Tom? No, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just, if there's socks, there's socks. <laughs> You're taking the best. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> <clean. laughs> You're around, taking yeah. the best. It's one no, of the straight up, like, like, yeah, it, it is. Like, I, I would rather not have blisters, but I would rather also not have prickles in my with, feet. Just go with the no shoes. Uh, nah, Even nah, because it's normally for my golf shoes I wear no socks. Because, like, they're always in the back of my truck. I always have my golf shoes. They just golf put some sockies there for you. Yeah, I know, but then I like picked <laughs> it up to go for a um, wash the socks. The and then, like, it literally happened to me the other day, and I had to make the decision of do I want to have a poor performance and wear Crocs, <laughs> a hindered performance, <laughs> or right, I could right. just strip up my things. And I did end up getting a blister. Look, look, that's what you get. Yeah. But see, I don't ever wear shoes no, anywhere, yeah. yeah. So it's hard to have it. socks on me. Yeah, maybe you should need a whole bag. Yeah, but then there's like other things. That I'm gonna have a conversation <laughs> with Jay about this. Jay, we need to sort this out. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. going it's a on. Bag. Keep it in the boot. <laughs> so, um, and that's what you know, it's like, it's a non judgmental space we're talking about a topic, but in this year now, now, yeah, we are judging. <laughs> judging. <laughs> full judgment. Uh, yeah. Full judgment. judgment <laughs> Judgment. Um, amazing. Okay, so we are doing a pop quiz. Yeah. So you will have questions for us. I do, yeah. Amazing. And we have these amazing little whiteboards. Okay. Um, so who and I get a little bit competitive? Yes. 
Oh, okay. Um, just because, you know, he wants to beat me because I'm, you know, so much better than him. Um, <laughs> and so, um, uh, yeah. So we'll just want to be writing our answers and then we'll show it and then we can have a little chat. Okay. I've got cool. four questions. <gasps> um, they're a little bit serious, so Ooh. you just think about it. Yeah. I like it. I, when I say serious, I mean like statistics a little bit, right? Yeah, we're being so we'll just start stuff. off really easy. Cool. What percentage <laughs> of Māori live in urban areas? Mm. What percentage of Māori <coughs> live in say. urban areas? What percentage? I was having a little think about it. Far out. <coughs> Do you have a time limit? No. Even though this should be, because I'm told us to do a question <laughs> ten times. I was thinking this initially. <laughs> Just go with your gut feeling. Follow your heart, and that's all. My gut's pulling me so many different directions. Okay, sixty-eight percent. Whoa. Okay. okay. Wow. I went fifty-five percent. Wow. I still went higher than Māori that live at the Kaina. Yo. But yep. only because there's a million people in Auckland. Yeah. There's hundreds of thousands in all these urban areas. <laughs> yeah. And I know heaps of money in yeah. these places. Yeah. yeah, in the cities, eh? Yeah. Well, you're both um, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're both um, right for this. Incorrect. You're both <laughs> not right. <laughs> yeah. We're right, no. Um, but I don't know how you're supposed to get this right. So according to the like 2013 census, it was 84% of Māori. 84% of Māori um, live in, in inner cities, urban areas. Far out. I'm closer. That's huge. That doesn't eh? sound right, and eh? I wonder, hey. I wonder, because that was 2013, now we're in 2023. Has that changed because... It must have changed. And I don't know. I feel like... Do you feel like a lot of Māori are going home now? Yes. I feel that way. I think a lot of Māori are going home. I wonder home. if it's decreased. Yeah. But Someone fact-checked me. Like 84%. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, reference to Ada. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I just feel like in the last recent years, like I'd say like last 10 years, there's been this beautiful like movement of like reclamation and yeah. I think, you know, and I think that a lot of people are learning their reo and I think people are learning a lot about like their whanau and like their tupuna and I wonder if people are going back to their homes. Yeah, 100%. You know, and I, I wonder if those stats <coughs> have changed drastically over the last 10 years. If that's 2013, yeah. we are in 2020. The census this year, right? Eh? I know that because I'm sponsored this. Uh, <laughs> Go do your census. <laughs> it's you Go to census.govt.nz. <laughs> so timely. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah. timely. I'll figure it out. There we go. So good. Census. Are you ready okay, for the next question? Okay, so when, like in time, just a, just a reference point in time, when in history was there a major migration of Māori from their rural areas to inner cities? You just think about different periods of time 20 years <laughs> century <laughs> no nah, nah, i got it long time ago no. <laughs> back in the day like you want you want a year right uh like you can give a year or you can just give like maximum you know, like decade an, i reckon eh? a decade or just like a general period of time that's like you can refer back to okay okay like you can just yeah anyway yeah okay okay i've gone post-war 50s? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. 50s. I said the 1950s yeah. as well. Yeah, no, you're both right. It's like during World War Two and afterwards, yeah. just like this huge migration of Māori yeah. to inner cities. Yeah. Wow. What would, what was the reason? Like, why would they be what pulled in? 
No well, kind of resources. Yeah, out. well, a lot of Fenua A was taken um, yeah. during those um, <coughs> during the Second World War, especially. So like people coming home to what you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think just a shift in the way that the country is being run, like yeah. you know, the shift for needing more putea in order to get more resources rather than just like living off your your pataka client at mm. home. And I wonder if people were being isolated <coughs> more because of like the increase of like police and management of like outer cities, yeah. outer places, sorry, like in rural areas. I wonder if those isolations would have forced people out. Yeah, I think it would have been just like a massive yeah. shift <coughs> in the way that Aotearoa was run. Like it's mm. like that yeah. different um, transition period between like living traditionally with yeah. your so hapu and whanau, yeah. And if it's post-war, I wonder if people who were coming home, they would prioritize them with like farmlands. Have yeah. I told you the story of my kurus? No. Oh. <coughs> I thought I didn't have. No. <laughs> oh, well, my, my, both my kuru went to, not my, my oh, great yes, yes, kuru, yes, yes, yeah, yes. went mm. to the war. And one was Māori, went over to um, get fight, actual fight mm. in the front lines. Māori battalion got shot up, um, wow. come home with three bullet wounds, Jeez. but survived. And my other um, granddad, which is um, off my Pākehā line, mm. um, Henry, went to Fiji. And he was in comms, like got to sit in Fiji on the beach, lapping it up. Jeez. And too much for my koro, Henry, you know. <laughs> but yeah, kia ora for your service. Yeah, too much you, but he come home and right. he got um he got big funeral and yes. off. And my other papa got nothing. Yeah, shot, bro. Shot yep. for getting shot. Come back to a country who doesn't yeah, respect. Nothing. And yeah. he and he had like some mad PTSD, he took it yep. out on the whanau, no, yep. all that shit. Generational trauma, hello. Yeah, 100%. Here we are. Mm. Yeah. A sad, eh? It's really that's sad. So and up. that's like a common story, right? Yeah. Like, I feel Everyone like... Everyone yeah. knows that story. Mm-hmm. This is what happens we get into our chats because it's like there's just so many things to unpack <laughs> with it, eh? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, and it, I think it talks about the layers. Like, there's a whakapapa to everything, right? Totally. So if you think about Māori, especially in urban settings, mm. like our statistics for crime or for poverty, living in deprived areas, any of that... Yeah. Um, like they don't come from nowhere. No. Do you know what I mean? So it's really important to talk about fucker papa so that mm, you've got a contextual, you know, yeah. like you understand. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people miss that, eh? Miss the layers. I just think miss the empathy too. <clears throat> yeah. You know, if yeah. it, a lot of people think like I didn't happen to me, it's not my reality, so it can't be true. And it's like just because it doesn't happen in your world doesn't mean it doesn't happen at in, in anyone else's. Yeah. I think also, it's just hard to not know what you don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And Sparker, they don't understand yeah. what that connection is to their funeral. And oh, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, but that's to why they, I reckon that's where the compassion is is lost yeah. because yeah. they couldn't feel yeah. for that. Yeah. That cause. Hard. Totally. Hard. Okay, <gasps> this one is more like a landmark question in Tamaki. So um, where did the Maunga Rarotonga used to stand in Auckland? Ah. There's a Tupuna Maunga Rarotonga and it doesn't stand anymore, but it used to. Wow. So if you think about Auckland places, where do you think in Auckland it in used Auckland? to stand? In Auckland? Yeah. Dang. I'm so wrong. Have you ever heard of that Maunga? Never. Rarotonga? Never. I think maybe, but I'm not that good mm. at remembering. Uh, we're looking at an area in Tamaki Makoto. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Come on. <laughs> North Shore. <laughs> North okay, Shore. Kia ora. North Shore. I went Mangere. Mangere. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty. So it's Mount Smart Stadium. <gasps> used to be a Monga. There you go. Rarotonga. I knew that was a, a, a Monga like back in the day, but I didn't yeah. know that that was what it was called. Wow. Yeah, Mount Smart. Man, so I was that far whole off. <laughs> And I think it was like the 1860s, over a century, just started being quarried, quarried, yeah. quarried, turned into. Wow. Yeah, and now. And now that's where it's. Mount Smart. Dang. Is there any people what that. What ironic like, name, eh? Yeah. That's not the dumbest fucking thing you can do to feel Hard. <laughs> Has Mount anyone quarried. claimed that to try to like dispute that? I don't know, actually. Years? I wonder if anyone's disputed that over the years. I, was, I just remember being so shook when I learned that. I was yeah. like, what the heck? And then, oh yeah, because where is Mount Smart? What is, is, is that, that a mountain? Penrose? Oh, okay. No, Penrose? no, not the area. Is that an actual mountain, Mount Smart? Mount Smart, Smart Stadium used to be... Yeah, like Rarotonga. A, yeah. So that yeah. was... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. I knew it was a moment, <laughs> but I didn't know it was that. Yeah, yeah. No, wow. no, no, that's where it I is. I didn't know that. Because Mount Smart is not an actual, it's like in between Onihonga and Penrose. Yeah. So it's Mount Smart Stadium. That's why people call that area Mount Smart. Yeah. That's the stadium where it is. Right. That's wild. So, ooh, not the quarry, the monga, and then rename it. Yeah. Disrespect, eh? <laughs> so disrespect. That's so fucked up. Okay. And then the last one. Last, last question. One. Last this last is one. a true or false. Oh, okay. All of these iwi, all of the iwi that I'm about to list. Whakapapa to Tamaki, like this area of Tamaki. <clears throat> Ngāti Pāwa, Ngāti Tai, Te Waiohua, Ngāti Whātua ki Orake, Ngāti Teata, Te Kawero Amaki. All of those iwi that I listed, Whakapapa to Tamaki. True or false? I'm right. This is what I'm going for. I recognise what they think. Not necessarily the name Tamaki, just no, like the yeah. Finua the Ruhe. Yeah. You know. Okay. Mm. Just to clarify. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. True. Yeah. True, true, true. true. I wasn't too sure because there was like Iwi like God's power. Yeah. That there's heaps of God's power. Yeah. And then I was like listing off where I knew God's power and I was like, not in Tamaki. So how many of <coughs> that? Because I don't know Tamaki. Is that six? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Five. Um... I didn't count. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, 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 I think five. Failed maths. Don't ask me to do this, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Me too. Only hung a high school. What yeah. were you doing? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Don't bring up PTSD like that. I know, that. I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wow. Um, wow, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. is so many. You know, those iwi, like, they're so hard to recognise. Not Ngāti Whātua Kiorāke, because mm. they're a big billion dollar company. Oh, huge. But the the rest don't have as, as prominent as a name. Yeah. Wait, just question. So is it Nati Fatua or is it Nati Fatua Kiorake? Kiorake, because then there's So are they not the same? <coughs> they're they're oh, they're the same whānau, but like... <gasps> different... Uh, how would you explain Araki. that? Hapu, maybe. So when yeah. you say Nati Fatua and then Nati Fatua... Not all Hapu. Like, they're whole different iwis now mm, true, um, right. with the way they rock. But they all come off the same line, which is Fatua. Mm. Which is all come off the same line as Ngāpui, like they all come off that waka. All the way from Murifenua. Yeah. Right, so... Um, but then they would have been like three brothers. It's kind of like if your uncles like, you just way, established their way. own families in yeah. different areas and then they keep multiplying, <coughs> multiplying right. eventually. So it's, it's not like a hapu anymore, it's an e actual iwi. Yeah, they're iwi. <coughs> okay, got you. But Ngāti Whātua all fall under one iwi? Nah. I, I don't know. No, nah, they don't. I think oh. Ngāti Whātua Kiorake, um, you have to fuck up up to them to get all their grants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like it's they're quite specific, right? Yeah, for yeah. Not to and you have to prove it because yeah. I try to get those <laughs> those. <laughs> So I'm just talking from yeah, it would fit the day in or I can in my life. I, I've only gone there for go. ice cream and moving fucking. <laughs> yeah. And I try to fuck up up back there because I know my dad had a fuck up up at uh, right. up yeah, yeah, north. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, everybody can link everyone in up north, but yeah, I was trying to get my Not way in. Not that hooked in, I'm like, let's give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if it's what a billion dollars. No? no, yeah, yeah, wow. couldn't crack it. Yeah, but but go no, on I mean, yeah, 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 for sure, right? Um, keep me out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jordi, yeah. um, our topic is urban Maori. Mm-hmm. When I say that, I often I'm like, okay, so this means obviously in the city, right? And then rural is like back out of the cities. Yeah. Um, what has been your experience when we say like urban Maori, and I guess <coughs> like your experience with like reclaiming, you know, who you are and who you belong to. Yeah, I like urban Māori, I just go, yeah, that's me. Um, like Māori who just, I think of Māori who grew up not connected to home. I think there's a lot of actually Māori who probably did grow up connected, like always going back home, yeah. back and forth. But urban Māori like me, not much connection at all. Mm. And even to my reo. Um, and I think probably comes with a lot of like identity issues to be honest yeah. um because yeah. i remember in primary school like it was really cool because i'm samoan as well that was cool being samoan mm. but it just was not cool to be maori yeah. <clears throat> because of what i remember seeing on tv about mm. maori mm. um and what to me that was the identity informer was like oh so being maori equals all of these you know awful things like i don't want to be that yeah um and i didn't have my you know, just the real to inform me or my whakapapa knowledge to inform me of who I was. So I was taking what it means to be Māori from what I was seeing on TV yeah. and unfortunately wasn't very positive. Mm. Um, and so the journey of reclamation isn't just like, yeah, I just want to learn te reo Māori. It's like learning how to actually love that part of yourself. Absolutely. Um, and... Like, I had to do te reo Māori in high school. I wanted to learn French like the rest of the mm. classes. Like the rest of us. I was literally yeah. like, there was only two people in my class that mm. wanted to learn Māori. I didn't want to learn Māori. My yeah. dad said, you're not French, you're Māori. So you're going to go and learn Māori. <laughs> but best thing he could have ever done. Absolutely. Um, because then that really started my journey of, uh, I think, just finding the identity informers. Because then you learn things like your pepeha. Mm. So then I'm asking dad all these questions like... Mm. Um, you know, where are we from? Where's our moana maunga? So then I'm saying, you know, ko, ko karioi te maunga, ko whaingaro te moana, and I can't picture. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know what my maunga looks like or what my moana mm. looks like. So it's been a really long journey mm. of being able to establish that connection again. And, and um, it's been beautiful, though. Like my boys, my sons don't have to do that. They just know. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's massive. I feel like there's like so many layers to the journey of being an urban Māori. Um, but I think it's like a lifetime of reclamation, to be honest. I started learning. I don't think I'll ever finish learning. Mm. Yeah. Urban Māori started as a stats thing, eh? To I think get so, yeah. resources. Was that the initial? I'm not too sure. Oh, well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> 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 I'm not from West Auckland, but I'm pretty sure it started up in West Auckland. Um, urban Māori as a as a way to um, to start 
far. I don't know. I don't want to wreck it for everyone. No, it's good. This is a bad resource source because <laughs> I'm not but just from here. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure urban Māori, um, the term has been coined now to be, there was the part where it turned into a whakati from people from the kainga and say, sure. stay your urban Māori in your urban Māori land. But urban Māori was a, a movement to help gain resources for this whānau. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, because there were so many different um, Māori whānau in the area at the mm. time, they used it. Waipareira has a lot to do with urban Māori mahi. Yeah. yeah. And they, they just made resources like Waipareira mm. um, for Māori whānau living in the city. Is that like how, like, you know, you establish marae that are like urban marae or, yeah. you know, so that Māori had spaces to yeah. go to that felt familiar? Yeah. I um. think so. And and for me, like, I, I, I can't relate because I didn't know what it was like to grow up away from my whenua and mm. not know my awa. And and that's another um, hard thing to imagine because there's that whakatauki, there's one thing to say your awa, another thing to swim in it. Yeah, hey, and to know it. Yeah, to, to, yeah, and that's where I feel aroha for whanau that don't. Yeah. Um, because it's it's such a taken for granted thing when you're at home like I, I i honestly just couldn't even imagine not growing up at home yeah and and but at the same time um feeling aroha for my whanau that didn't grow up at home but also there's those um other conflicts like when the whanau that doesn't stay at home doesn't look after the pa doesn't do the fishing for the kopa but doesn't do this for that when they come home and then want their say mm. They have just as much right as everyone else. But then there's the conflict there where, well, where you been? Yeah, well, not been? a kanohi kitea, like... Yeah, where, where you been? Well, you haven't been on the pa, you haven't stood on our marae for a generation. <coughs> and it's not, it's often, more often than not, not the kids' fault. Mm. It's this generation above them that didn't come home or bring them home so that they were known at mm. home. And... Is that something that you've struggled with going back to reclaim yeah, definitely, on like, this journey? Definitely, like feeling like a stranger on mm. your own marae. Yeah. It's a very real situation I think a lot of urban Māori could relate to. That when you go home it should feel like home but it doesn't because you're very, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm, um, and, and I think the like you just it needs so much compassion the story yeah. of it all because mm. um you know like schooling systems maybe a couple of generations ago we're we're trying forcing maori especially maori men into labor do you mm. know what i mean like ship you off down to christchurch so that you can you know work in the factories and whatnot and then you your the values change because if you're speaking and learning maori that's not going to bring much putea for your whanau mm. but if you're working away from home that's going to start generating income. Do you know what I mean? The values shift. Mm. And so then you have like another generation growing up where, oh yeah, we value jobs. We value making money. Mm. Um, and you're not necessarily growing up with the same values for whenua or for your kainga or even like learning how to live together. I think I was lucky in the sense that my whānau has always been very tight knit and we like living together, like big whānau mm. vibes. Um, most beautiful big family yeah, yeah but yeah. it's it's like um yeah that reclaiming values at the same time like learning how to unlearn sorry like unlearning i think the stuff that we valued around 
being like a successful individual looks so different for me now like i'm not striving to try and go for like a career that's going to make so much money that would be nice but like, <laughs> like yeah you know, like, the plus. i mean no my who yeah. <laughs> but, but if it doesn't like for me success is oh i i've reconnected back home and especially for my sons they're not a stranger to mm. their marae they're not a stranger to the finua mm. and i know like it's it's beautiful because I feel like since I've been going back home a lot more and like my grandparents live on the marae, it's been a really beautiful experience. Um, you feel the thing of like, oh yeah, my maunga already knows me. My moana knows me. And I see myself, that's like my mirror now mm. where yeah. I'm going, man, I'm so whaingaroa. Like I, I'm rough like those waters, like hauauru mm. waters. I'm, I'm like, I know how to rest like my maunga in the middle of storms. Like I know you're i'm finding that that's my identity in former now which is like total opposite to when um you know when i didn't have my deal i wasn't like on this journey of reclamation so i feel like you're swapping out these values like yeah trying to be successful in terms of making a lot of money for yourself and buying your first home and you know yeah. the, the goals are different it's more like oh i can hold a conversation in te reo maori Oh, now I can list my whakapapa line to this many generations. Oh, my son speak to it. Like that to me is, is success. Um, so you mentioned your two beautiful boys. Yeah. Um, who are my nephews. They're gorgeous and stunning. And I was telling Stevie um, and um, Nia, one of the other girls the other day, that um, when I was with Tor one time, we were at Melba, and um, he started talking to me in Te Reo Māori. And I said, oh, and my face dropped. Um, and I felt so fuckamai, I felt so ashamed because I couldn't respond to him. And he said, oh, sorry, auntie, you don't know your real yet. And just the way he said yet, I was like, he knew like one day, like it was like he was trying to say like yeah. one day, it's okay, like don't worry. And then he spoke to me in English. And I noticed that Tor does that, and I'm sure Taika would do it one day, is that he knows how to navigate, mm. you know, when to speak te reo and when he, when he knows to speak English. Um, how has that been raising these two boys with such a different world than how you were raised in? Yeah. Um, and watching them just be these two incredibly proud Māori boys. Mm. Oh, it's like, it's so healing. Yeah. It's so healing. Just like the way that they code switch and um, are really beautiful and generous because like uh, I'm like nah just call it all Māori <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know make people uncomfortable yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> but that's like obviously me just <laughs> yeah. um, no they're so like it's there's a bigger generosity in who they are I notice like mm. Tor's just got a lot more space and time because he's not trying to prove anything or he's not yeah. trying to like he's just not on the same mission that I'm on you mm. know like mm. so I think there's a space for a certain generation of reclaimers to be really maro and to be really like like hard on the lines that we draw and the boundaries that we draw mm. and um and with him I'm noticing like he's just got the freedom to be really generous in himself like he's not he's just not fighting the same battles that I'm fighting and rightfully so I don't like I want him to be that's why you're fighting this battle yeah so, so that he, he doesn't even have to think about it mm. um but I notice like just his his references of what's like beautiful, the things that he th finds are cool. Like he asked me to, he asked me all the time to draw his mataora. Like he, to him, that is the pinnacle of like handsome pūrotu. Like <laughs> he just wants, yeah, always wants his like um, mataora drawn on. He wants like tamoko pieces. So I went and um, bought these like uh, 
there's like a little Maori business. I can't remember the name. I should find it. But they sell like little um, temporary tamoko. I think a lot of kapahaka. Yeah, yeah. And he loves it, eh? Like he loves that. He loves like kapahaka. He loves all these waiata. He like really looks up to Maori men. Like his Mm. dad is just his hero. Um, And I just think that those reference points for what's cool and what's beautiful and what the goals are for him were so different for me mm. like I was trying so hard to get away from that and I just it's so healing to see him like run full ball into that and go like that is my standard he laughs when people say his name wrong you know people like Toa he like cracks up laughing he's like it's Toa <laughs> but he's got so much patience to teach them yeah. and it's not coming from like a like for me if someone gets it wrong it's like no nah, no nah, you got to say it right da, 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 you know because yeah. obviously it's just loaded yeah. whereas for him it's like that's funny that you said it like that. Let me help you <laughs> learn how to say my name properly. So, yeah. And even that, that his name is Toa Awanui Arangi and Pako Taiko. Like, I never thought that I would give my sons Māori names. Yeah. Like, that to me as a teenager. When we were in high school, like, to me, that was just not... Yeah. Not, not a whakaro in my head. I was not, like, listing names <laughs> that were going to be yeah. Māori names or whakapapa ingoa. Like, so I'm just... Yeah, I'm so blown away by how generous these kids are and how like their capacity for dreaming is just like on a different level than mm. I, I I know and different to what my dad knows too mm. but it's beautiful it's like the work that my dad did helped me to be able to love being Maori do you know what I mean he didn't yeah. give me my deal but he um he gave me the fight to want to do it to want to yeah do that journey and now our household is a real Maori household we called it all Māori at home um, to our boys. My mum's Samoan, so she'll like, speak in Samoan. <laughs> She's to like, my, come on, 685. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, but it just makes, like, uh, there's just a lot more generosity, I think, in the reclamation space. I do feel for urban Māori that don't have the resource. I think yeah. that's another thing we don't always think about is that some people, like, they're just working really yeah. hard Absolutely. to make ends meet for their whānau. They don't have time. Yeah to invest into learning te reo Māori. Mm. Even like a kurapō is like really hard to commit to. Yeah. So I feel really, I think, lucky. It's hard. I feel this is my right, like my birthright is to have learned, to have my reo and to be connected back home. But I also noticed like I I have the time privilege and, and obviously like the resource to be able to put energy and time into reclaiming that other people don't. So I think we have to think about new strategies too for whānau who just mm-hmm. don't have that, like, who was it? Were you at Kākākura? What is that, like the awards night? Ngā Kākākura, oh, Te Reo Māori, yeah, was, was that the thing? I was there. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but I think it was Hone Harawira. You stand out, yes. you stand yes. out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was. Hone Harawira was like, you know, Paiana tēnei hunga mo Te Reo Māori, like everyone who was in the room, we're all good. Yeah. Like we've got the real. Yeah, yeah. What we really need to do is, is um, you know, tiaki te hunga rawa kore, and you know, or, yeah. or people who are experiencing poverty, time mm. poverty or money poverty, mm. like they need their deal. How how can we help them in mm. their reclamation space? So it's just making me think a bit bigger now. Yeah, it's hard because <coughs> it's hard fighting the helpers' fight sometimes because mm. like it's so hard to not be discouraged and stay in the fight, those are the tough people, is they, the fellas who can stay in the fight, because you can help so much and then they still don't take it. Yeah. It's the leading horses, the water thing. And 
Yeah, I, I know what you mean with the resources. And I liked how you took back the lucky mm. you know, and then changed it back to, nah, I'm not lucky, it's my right. Mm. I got um, told off from Petty first time I, um, we had a discussion and Petty was like, the, uh, he was like, you grew up at home? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was lucky you grew up at home. He's like, you're not lucky, Tai boy. That's your right. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, sure. That's a cool way to look at it. But with the helping, it's like, how much more resources do we need to get put out? Because it seems like they're everywhere now. It seems like it's really accessible. And then I know whānau going through poverty, but then it's that's the true fight for the life of your mm. real. Is, is, are you going to sacrifice everything and pick real over everything? And I'm not saying you have to. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. I would, yeah. I'm staying at work. Look, here I am at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not for me to say, but where, 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 is, where can we like balance it so that, because there's so much resources, how, how do we move forward to mm. helping them past the, um, getting them out of nine to fives and, making it available or making resources available because they're already free hey like te is free yeah yeah so what else can we do past that help yeah i think it's highlight like i reckon it highlights a couple of things like you have to do a nine to you have to make money for your whanau like that's just how this the system works at the mm. moment it's how society mm. runs um, we have resources, we have Māori, and so to me it highlights the problem, which is like s the systems that we live by, yeah. right? That's the thing that actually has to change. Like the things for um, workplaces to value Māori, learning Māori, Māori, mm. reclaiming Māori. That's what I can see really is like mm. the, the way that we're set up to live doesn't value Māori learning or reclaiming Māori mm. because if we've got Māori here and we've got the resources and they're available what's the thing stopping them oh their nine to five work yeah <laughs> oh the fact that they have to pay bills yeah so to me that's the problem it's not yeah. like having it's not the, the resources one. it's not the people yeah um because I can see that people are really hungry for it yeah and at the same time I think there's amazing work being done right like, like real Māori music is like going off mm. um even just like looking on TikTok and seeing like poi challenges oh, and best. Mm. like those are really cool things that I think are helping to shift the the space. But I reckon if there's something being highlighted, that's the issue. It's not our people and it's not the resources. It's the system that we exist yeah. in, that we have to participate in to live, mm. you know, and, and make sure that our kids are getting fed and whatnot. But yeah. It's so layered, right? To like learn something so that is your problems, right. Eh? There's so many. Yeah, like I mean, I'm thinking about like people who who have a nine to five, but also have like family members and elders, and yeah. then yeah. also travel time and just <clears throat> time in general. Like yeah. also, you're just so exhausted by the end of the day because you're being just driven by a system that's like hurry, 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 fast, fast, fast. Yeah. Everything's like at the t you know tip of your hands, and I just think like. There's so many layers to why people don't don't get to do it. But I remember we were at Ihimatau and um, I had I hadn't heard um, Jordi speak to yet. Yeah. I'd heard like loose words. You here knew and me there. before because we were in high yes. school together. Right. So Tola knew me before I even knew yeah. Te Reo Māori. I, and and I knew Jordi when she decided to to take this beautiful journey. And I'm just I just want to say it loudly. I'm so proud of you and I'm so proud to know you. I just love you so much. Love you. Um, but I remember we were at Ihimatau and I was standing. We were listening to someone speak. 
and I turned around because I heard someone speaking to their Māori and I was like, wow, that sounds so beautiful. And I turned around and it was Jordan <laughs> speaking to these two old guys. And I was like, I was looking around like, that's my best friend. <laughs> just, everyone was speaking to their Māori, but I needed everyone to know how monumental and amazing this moment yeah. was. Because I was like, you don't know how big this was. Like, I knew how big it was for you. Yeah. So I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, texting everyone. I was like, John is making it out loud. Like, we know, Tola. You need yeah. good hype girls yeah. for your reclamation but, uh, journey. Exactly, yeah. hype girls for sure. Yeah. Have you felt the same draw um, to your Tahahamo? I grew up mostly Samoa. Like, I grew up with my family oh, so in Samoa. your deal. I don't have my deal. I need to learn my language. But, like, I, in terms of... Um, Papa, like I've gone back to Samoa a few times. Mm. I know exactly like where my whenua mm. is. I know my villages. Like um, I'm really close to my family. Like it's very wealthy on that side in terms of my connection. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'll learn Samoan. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, the, you already feel that you know your people. Yeah. That. yeah, I feel really comfortable yeah. as a Samoan. Like I don't feel, uh, there's uh, other conversations about being like Samoan born in New Zealand and growing up obviously different but um but I feel way way more connected mm. yeah mm. it's the 685 is strong in Otara yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she grew up in South yeah. Otara in Otara okay come on now yeah. <laughs> um but just to wrap us up I just you know obviously we could talk to you all day but um what do you think we need to do better as a society when it comes to um, te reo Māori, when it comes to the experiences of Māori, whether that be rural or urban, mm. and just in general about reclamation and this, all of it, what do you think we can do better? It's a nice small question to finish. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Just to wrap it up. Just to wrap it up. I'll just give it? you a <laughs> real specific. <laughs> um, I think obviously there's lots that can be done. I think... It would just be great if like leadership in Aotearoa um, and system change and like that that could be um, so that the foundation that we're learning from is is better because you know like Tahu was saying before we've got resources and we've got you know all these people that are hungry but there are still a lot of barriers in the way and so mm -hmm. just being able to address the barriers like just take down the barriers so that people can have access if they want it like yeah. um and then I just think compassion goes a long way. Empathy, so long. compassion goes yeah. a real long way for um, urban Māori. Even just like us within ourselves, like Māori to Māori, oh, yeah. you know, like um, haukainga, people who um, have grown up back at home, just having open arms and, and a lot of patience, I think. And also for urban Māori to have a lot of um, humility goes a long way. You know, courage and humility yeah. is a really good combo, I think being courageous enough to step into the journey, but also having the humility to be like, you're not a kanohiki there. You've got a lot to learn when you get back home. Like, don't expect to go straight to, I don't know, the pie. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It, it, Just enjoy being. So much to it, eh? Mm. You asked the worst question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just question. curious what yeah. you just did. Yeah, <laughs> society. How do we change the side? Um, yeah. No, but then maybe these are good conversation starters for other people. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Right? Yeah. It's like, obviously, each episode we've done, it's not a wrapper because these conversations will always be yeah, happening. We'll be learning too, like the feedback afterwards of like, oh, I didn't know that or I didn't yeah. realize that. And I'm just 
you've got such a big, beautiful mind. And I just want to know what you think. But um, where can people find you? Because I know that you're doing music and you're doing all the beautiful things. You have to check out Jordan's music on Spotify. It's the best. Um, but yeah, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on anywhere on social media. Jordan with a Y. As in like it's Jordan, J-O-R-D-Y-N, but then with a W-H-Y. With a Y. Yeah. With a Y. That was so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the, you know, handle in the... <laughs> Just type in Jordan. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. System Check. change, man. System change. So big. So much. Yeah, just a tiny little, yeah. How do you, like, bring it in-house, you know? Like, yeah. the, the, the your toida that come on your course, and because it's full immersion all day, eh? Oh, uh, it's kurapu. Oh, it's okay. weekend wananga, yeah. Yeah, like give them jobs at the Wahananga, it's like such a big problem. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not the dude to figure it out. So he's like, man, I'll I'm, work I'm, at it with yeah. these. <laughs> but uh, there's so much, so much. Not hopeless. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. This is the hope Very right hopeful. here. Yeah. And right honestly, here. I reckon like your own hapu and iwi are actually going to have way better strategies yeah. for your own. Yeah. You know, like just whakahoki te mana. Yeah. Just, I think we've got good strategies. Anyway, it was a great. Just go up. back to yeah, your okay. <laughs> Bye 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 bye. Okay, yeah, guys. under the fire key. That was it. <laughs> See you next week on my days. <laughs> <laughs>